welcome to the Prism of Torah podcast archive with your host, Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devar Torah called Pasha Shalach, Perception is Reality. Shalom to everyone. In this week's Parsha of Nechutz Laretz, Parsha Shlach Lecha, we have the famous sin of the Meraglim. But what I want to discuss is the end of the Parsha, which talks about the Parsha of Tzitzis. It says, One shouldn't follow his heart and his, and his eyes in order to perform sins. Rashi on that says, The eye see, and the heart wants to go ahead and perform something, and the goof, and indeed, there's a signal sent to the body to perform the sin. So, if you look at Rashi, it makes a lot of sense. The eyes indeed see, and then it affects the heart, and the heart wants to do perform the sin, and then the body goes ahead to perform the sin. However, even though reality, that makes a lot of sense, but it seems to contradict the order of the ways things are being said in the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, first, don't go based on your hearts, your hearts, and only then, your eyes. So what's going on? How do we alleviate the contra- seemingly contradiction? So I saw B'Shem Rav Mishkovsky, a beautiful idea, which I think is Emes, and the Yesoid, the concept, the fundamental concept behind the scenes over here, is that really, the eye sees only what the heart trained the eye to see. Meaning, the idea of perception is reality. We see and view things and we perceive them depending on how we trained ourselves. A person that worked a lot on his heart and Musar, and so he only sees the good in things. And he sees everything in a positive sense. So there's nothing triggering him to go ahead and do the sin. But someone that didn't work on his heart, then indeed what happens is what Rashi says, that the eyes see, as a result of the eyes seeing, it it. Shows the heart, the heart says, yeah, yeah, go ahead and perform the sin. But if a person works on himself, and that's what it says in the Pasuk, if a person works on himself, how? In the merits of doing mitzvah of tzitzis, that you look at the tzitzis as Chazal teaches us, and it reminds you to perform the Torah and mitzvahs, because there's a hint to all the 613 mitzvahs through tzitzit, and based on that, you work on yourself, and you change yourself, and you change your heart, so the perception, the images you see, the, you perceive them because you worked on your heart. And that's why it says first, you won't come to make the mistake of having your heart want to do something bad. And hence, your eyes will not perceive things in a bad way. And therefore, in the context of, in the context of if you indeed work on yourself through learning muscle, through wearing tzitzis, and as a result of that, you change your heart, and first, that's why heart is in the Pasuk first, then the way you perceive things with your eyes is going to be all good. But if you don't do all this work, that's what Ashi says. And what's going to happen? Your eyes are going to see, it's going to send a signal to the heart, the heart's going to say, yes, I want to do this, whatever it is, and it's going to go ahead and perform the sin. So, at the end, what do we see here? We see the fundamental concept of one working on himself so that he purifies and cleanses his neshama and when he sees things he sees them, sees them in a positive sense he doesn't even see a, a potential avera in front of him you see big people they work on themselves and you see that that's indeed the way they perceive the world 
This indeed, I think it's not a coincidence, that Parashat HaMeraglim, the sin of the Meraglim, the spies, was indeed in our Parsha, because that's exactly where they fell. Because they went into healthy soil. And really, their perception that created their reality was, how are we going to be able to live here? It's crazy. It's Eretz Ochelet Yoshvea. It's a country that eats up its own people. Everyone's dying over here. And really, they missed the boat. They perceived it in totally the opposite way. Hashem did that on purpose. They're all the important people, and they should have picked up on that. They're only the important people died. Why? Because everyone will be busy going to their funerals, and as a result, they'll be able to spy the land without them being noticed. But no, they didn't perceive it that way. They weren't even looking. Maybe if they would have just been neutral and, and acted as real spies, all they have to tell the leaders is what they saw. But no, they started interpreting it and perceiving it in the way their hearts were trained, and they said everything negative, even despite the fact that Hashem did everything in their favor. I would like to end off with two, maybe even three stories, two stories that show this idea. One story is, I read now from Rav Yitzchak Zilberstein about a, a case, it was a very, very sad story, but I think it brings out this point. There was a girl in school that, she was in a certain class, in a certain school, and the teacher came a bit late, and this girl pointed to her watch, showing it to the teacher. And the teacher said, what is this? This is such chutzpah. She's telling me I'm late, and she got really upset. She screamed at the girl and kicked her out of class in front of everyone. The next day, the mother of the girl comes to the teacher and says, can you please explain to me why you were so rude and mean to my daughter? So the teacher said... It was really chutzvedik what she did for me. So the the parent told the teacher, you totally missed the boat over here. You know what happened? She really admires you and likes you, and we bought her a new watch. She had a special miftah, and she got a, a watch. And at the end of the day, she just wanted to show you that she got a new watch. But you, obviously, didn't view it that way. Again, because the teacher wasn't willing to think any other way. She automatically assumed that the kid was trying to make fun of her that she came late. But indeed, it was the opposite was true. Because she valued her so much, the, the girl valued the teacher, she wanted her to, to see and acknowledge her new watch. A more alarming story, brought down also by Alvitzka Zilberstein. I saw this in a different book of his. And I don't like to bring Holocaust stories, but I think this really brings out the point. And it's a very sad and mezaze, as they say in Hebrew, story is the following, that uh, once upon a time there was a person that wasn't Shomel Torah Mitzvot, wasn't religious, and he had a conversation with the Rav, and then he told the Rav, I want to tell you something. You know I'm not religious? I want to tell you why I'm not religious. And I don't remember if it, he was talking about himself or his father, but when he was in the Holocaust, he'll never forget that there was one person over there that had a Sidu. No one had a Sidu almost in the Holocaust. No one in the camps. But this one person had. And what did he do? He used that to force people to give them, to give him their only little tiny piece of bread, stale piece of bread that they had each day. That's what he did. So people were lining up to use this sidu to daven to Hashem and to give that little piece of bread. And he said, if that's what religion does to you, I don't want to be religious. That's why I'm not religious. So to that, the Rav answered back to him, 
which I think was a brilliant answer. He says, listen, it's true what you're saying, that this person was a horrible person. How could they do such a thing? He's taking their only piece of bread, their only piece of food of nourishment that day, and taking it for them to use. He should be happy to give them the sitter. It's huge chesed. It's a vehicle to get close to Hashem, a tool to get close to Hashem. But he said, but the fact that so many people were willing to line up and give up the only piece of food they had that day just so that they can use the Sidur to get close to Hashem, don't you see that that's the biggest proof that there is something here, that religion is, is MS, it's, it's tr- the truth, and you get a chance to get close to Hashem, that reveals something. If someone's with so, someone, so many people are willing to line up for this, doesn't that mean something unbelievable? Why are you taking one person that's 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 been really indeed extreme in a negative sense, and you, and you're saying that's why I don't become religious? And the answer to that is our concept that we're learning here. It's all based on the way we perceive things. Yiratzon that we be zayche to work on ourselves in a continuous fashion, always slowly moving another step closer to Hashem by working on our hearts, so that we'll be able to be bigger people and perceive things always in a positive sense. Have a good job. This is the Prism of Torah podcast. Drabasaf Aaron Prisman. Please share with your friends and family. Prismoftorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divrei Torah. You can contact us through the website. Once again, prismoftorah.com This podcast was produced for free by Eddie Podcast Production. Lunishmas, Leibas, Yonah, Yaakov Alexander, Ben Mordechai Doyf, Isaac Isaac, Ben Moshe.